Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. And today I want to talk about the defense mechanism of intellectualization. Intellectualization is a defense mechanism used in order to avoid any confrontation with uncomfortable, painful emotions. The individual suffering or struggling with these painful emotions, whether it's shame, rage, hate, anger, sadness, is going to flight into reason, where they use facts, logic, popular jargon, and, and ultimately arguments to create a certain, de- a certain sense of clarity of their situation. Individuals like this are often detached. They're usually cold, um, non-reactive, and extremely pompous, not necessarily because they're arrogant, but because they're trying to avoid their pain and avoid their, their, their shame and guilt, whatever emotion they're trying to escape from. Intellectualization protects against anxiety, depression, really any painful emotion. It's a wonderful, very effective defense mechanism because it, re- it represses any emotions and, and it does so in a way that allows a person to escape into an idealized world. Um, it's this world that they're in is completely I should say, protected by their intellect. They always have an argument for everything. Everything has an explanation. Nothing is unknown. According to Freud, Freud believed that memories have both an unconscious and and conscious aspects. Intellectualization allows for the conscious analysis of the event um, in a way that does not provoke anxiety. So this is something where he identified that the individual's conscious awareness um, is able to keep out the emotions by replacing it with intellect and therefore repressing it to the unconscious. This applies to narcissistic abuse because many narcissistic abusers will find that they're that that they are able to over or I should say out intellectualize out intellectualize their victims. I believe Sam Vaknin calls this the uh, the um, cerebral narcissist, where they are using their mind, using their brains, using their 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 savvy intellect, their fact knowing, their their understanding of certain subjects to give them a a. a, a kind of an aura of authority in a certain field. And this, this allows them to feel better about themselves and ultimately escape into this idealized state where they know it all. Individual, narcissistic abusers in this way uh, cannot be wrong because if they're wrong, if there's a crack in their argument, then they're left with their pain. So it's not necessarily about the intellectual, the information, rather it's simply about knowing everything so that there's no vulnerability, there's no being wrong, and ultimately... You can't argue with them, and therefore they are always protected from their pain. They cannot lose an argument, narcissistic abusers in this way. Extremely argumentative, because if you want to prove them wrong, if you want to just share insight, you're automatically a threat, because now they cannot change their viewpoints. They're heavily lodged in their intellectual understanding of reality. Narcissistic abusers will also use their intellect to humiliate and shame victims by making them feel unknowledgeable and worthless and simply out of the loop. Um, they'll, this also serves as a narcissistic supply. So by making victims feel less than, then they feel better than about, them, about themselves, ultimately creating a sort of control and power over others. Um, we all know the statement, knowledge is power. Well, narcissists use this to control and manipulate others by accumulating vast amounts of knowledge. And it's not necessarily intellectual knowledge. It's oftentimes simply facts and arguments and opinions that are said in a way that sound very 
very true and very factual, but ultimately are just fabricated intellectual pursuits in order to make the individual sound smarter. Um, in many, case they, many cases, they are very aware of many different subjects. They could be very smart. They could be very intellectual. They could be very uh, smart. However, they're using this as a tool, uh, not necessarily to become more aware of themselves and of their field, but rather to make others feel less than so they can feel better about themselves. Uh, narcissistic abusers will oftentimes use fancy language, confusing words. They'll use word salad. They'll use complicated words so that you can't really argue with them. And ultimately, you're confused. They will do this to throw you off balance and make you feel like you don't even know what you're talking about. It's very humiliating. And ultimately, you cannot fight back if you do not know the language. You, know, you don't know the landscape. So they've rigged the game in this way where everything is so controlled because they are fully aware that everything they're doing is really a distraction to distract victims and make them feel less than ultimately keeping them away from the fact that they're uh, narcissistic and narcissistically abusive. And this does effectively work to remove the individual from feeling their shame because if other people are feeling shamed, it's kind of like the shaming and guilting that I discussed in an earlier podcast where in order for the narcissist to remove their inner feelings, they're able to put it onto others, project that and kind of bully that into other people that works effectively for the short term to, ra- to uh, soothe that inner pain. Oftentimes, the intellectual, uh, intellectual predators are spiritual leaders. Uh, they usually know a lot of, of the language, the lingo, so to speak. They understand the terminology. They're usually biblical, very godlike. Uh, and they use this spiritual leadership position to abuse others because ultimately they can rationalize any terrible, horrific crime that they do. Uh, because they're attacking victims' intellect, intellect Victims who aren't intellectual necessarily will not be able to uh, combat it or even identify if there's, a, if there's a flaw in the argument in the intellect. So oftentimes they fall victim to this type of predator without realizing it, oftentimes a whole lifetime giving themselves over. This is oftentimes how cults work because they're able to tap into the victim's rationale to their intellectual pursuits and hijack that avenue and control them because ultimately if somebody knows better, then they must have better interests. Unfortunately, that is not always the case. Many times it is not, especially in the case of narcissism and narcissistic abuse. Uh, these types of leaders are extremely rational. I'm, I'm sorry. They rationalize everything. They're not rational. They're extremely rationalizing of everything. Everything makes sense in their world. There is no unknown. There's no vulnerability. There is no, there's nothing they can't understand. Uh, in a sense, they become like the very God they're trying to preach. Uh, they're very influential. Uh, they're extremely disrespectful, but it's in such a covert and subtle way they become someone to look up to, and oftentimes people look up to them for spiritual understanding, for, for guiding, guidance, for a way back to God, for a way back to source, for a way back to themselves, but ultimately are misled and end up serving the narcissistic abuser because they are so enthralled by the intellect. They're so uh, captured by the incredible aura of, of confidence and, and influence by the narcissistically abusive uh, intellectual leader and spiritual leader in this way. So I want to offer some tips about how to deal with this type of individual because this is extremely dangerous. This is one of them, I believe, the mo- one of the most dangerous types of narcissistic abusers just because how insidious it is and how difficult it is to pick up on somebody who's playing this game. Um, firstly, you need to trust your gut. You absolutely need to trust yourself. If you feel like you're being, if you feel uncomfortable after a speech, or if you feel like you just had a, a, a conversation that felt more like an argument or for, felt more like you're being bullied into a viewpoint or, or a certain perspective, you want to take note of that because a conversation is, is two people who have opinions who can communicate without just disrespecting each other. 
people who are like this, intellectual predators like this, will not allow for another opinion. So you are just there to listen, to take on the viewpoints, and that is it. So if you stand up for yourself and you try to give your opinion and you're blasted or you're manipulated or you're told that your opinion is invalid or even made to be, to be, to be felt that way, so the perpetrator may even listen and accept your viewpoint but then argue and say that it is totally worthless. This is something you want to look out for because chances are you're dealing with somebody who absolutely is not, does not have your best interest, lacks empathy, and wants you to feel less than. Do not argue. Do not try to intellectualize any argument with them. Do not try to out-intellectualize them because they will rig the game. They will lack empathy, so they don't care. It's not about the actual logic. It's actually more about you need to feel badly about yourself. You need to be wrong, so I'll lie if I have to. And this is where narcissistic abusers and the intellectual narcissist will uh, just simply prove you wrong, not necessarily prove himself right. Uh, you want to be careful not to argue with him. There really is no fair game here. Um, walk away. You have absolutely no obligation to be anywhere on planet Earth if you don't want to be. Uh, that's unless you're in jail or you absolutely have to be a certain location. You do not have to sit there and take this type of intellectual abuse. You have, at any point in time that you feel uncomfortable, even if they start to bully you or badmouth you or intimidate you, or ultimately even if you feel bad because you're making them, you're not listening to their argument, you're not fully hearing them out, you have absolutely no obligation to sit there and take this type of mistreatment. You always have free choice to walk away. Uh, and like I said, do not try to outsmart them because they have thought out every argument, every thought. They trap their victims via the intellect. So do not try to outsmart them. Trust your gut and walk away. Uh, because if you try to argue with them, you're actually playing into their game because they want you to fight. They want you, they feel that thrill. When you're fighting, they feel power. Like, ooh, I got this person to engage. Engagement is power. Do not give your energy. Do not give your time. Do not give your space. Do not give your precious resources, yourself. Protect yourself. Walk away from this. Do not argue. Many people have lost years, decades, and even a life of trying to uh, rationalize and uh, trying to convince the narcissist that their argument is wrong, but ultimately uh, they're not interested in being in, in your convincing. They're interested in being right. I hope this resonated with you. I hope this podcast benefited you. Uh, if it did, please feel free to like and share. Uh, please do reach out if you want coaching for uh, healing along your journey from narcissistic abuse or any form of childhood uh, abuse, specifically this intellectual abuse and spiritual intellectual predators. Uh, I can be reached at YITS, that's Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. I offer a free 15-minute consultation to discuss your situation and how I can possibly help you out along the way. I work with a mind map therapy system created by Dr. Judy Rosenberg to help you uh, heal your wounds of childhood, of past relationships, and help you identify relationship patterns that are simply leading you back to narcissists, oftentimes when we have wounds, we oftentimes are attracted to narcissistic abusers because they capitalize on our weaknesses. So I want to help you heal that so that you can stop attracting that type of dysfunction and attract healthy relationships in your life. We offer a free PDF of Dr. Rosenberg's book. And this is a book that goes to the whole mind map system so you can get a better idea of the system that I work with. And um, thank you so much once again for listening. And until next time, all the best.